And we're going to be looking a little bit more about humility over the last six months. We've looked at different virtues from different Bible heroes. We've looked at uh, faithfulness, obedience, forgiveness, and this morning, humility from Moses. Now, who can give me a stab at what humility means? Don't make me pick on someone. Raise your hand. Who wants to give a stab at what does humility mean? Do you want to give it a go? No? Sam Brown. What does humility mean? Okay. Okay, so seeing yourself as something lesser and seeing others and those around us as some maybe with wisdom or more knowledge than us. Okay. Pride. Ian Thompson, you look down as I said that. Give us a stab at what you think pride means. <laughs> okay. So thinking you're the best, putting yourself first. Okay. If you want knowledge about humility, see Sam Brown afterwards. If you want to chat to a proud man with pride, speak to... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But we are going to look at the issue of humility. Now, pride is something that is the opposite. Pride is about making yourself big, making yourself the most important thing. Humility is about seeing yourself as something lesser, not beating yourself up but recognizing maybe you're not the best. Maybe there's something that you can learn. And just a couple of verses, Proverbs 11, 12. I quite like this. It helps us remind us what it's all about. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Some versions actually use the word, instead of disgrace, calamity. So when pride comes, then comes calamity. And with humility comes wisdom. Now let's just remind ourselves about Moses. Moses was used by God for some pretty great things, wasn't he? Just a little baby boy raised up to be one of the greatest men of his time. Do you remember that God used him to deliver plagues? God used him to deliver the people out of Egypt. God used him to part the Red Sea. God used him to take the Israelites through the desert and towards the promised land. God used him for amazing things. But even Moses, even this great man who stood in front of a sea and parted it with a stick, knew he needed help and knew he wasn't the best thing around. Now we've already heard about this story about Jethro, his father-in-law, who comes to Moses after seeing him working so hard and taking all these complaints and issues and arguments and trying to figure them out all on his own. And Jethro advises him, why are you on, on your own? Why are you doing this all on your own? There are so many people around you that could help. Why do you think that you are the best guy for this? Maybe think about something else. Maybe let's get a team together to help you. Now, Moses could have been a proud man and he could have said, I am the best guy. I know everything. I will do it. But instead, Moses lessens himself and sees himself as someone that could do with some help. So in humility, he listens to his father-in-law. And trust me, it's not easy for sons to listen to their father-in-laws. But he listens to his father-in-law and says, do you know what? That's good advice. I'm going to take that on board. And it reminded me of a verse this morning for all of us. 
from Philippians 2 verse 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourself. You see, we're not to be about ourselves, we're not about to be our agenda or what we want in life. Moses could have easily said, I'm the best judge here, I'll make the decisions. But instead he said, do you know what? Those guys are better than me. Those guys actually know quite a lot. And do you know what? I'm struggling. So in humility, I'm going to value them. And I'm going to put them in a place of value. Now everyone here today, and all the kids, all the adults are special to God. And God is an awesome, amazing God. And he uses us to do his great plans just like Moses. And God doesn't want us to be full of pride. He wants us to be humble. Why? Because this great, awesome God wants to help us. He wants to come into our lives and help every aspect of our life. He wants to guide us and show us amazing and great things. But he can only do that if we let go and we humble ourselves. And instead of bigging ourselves up, say, do you know what? God actually is great. He is awesome. He can do so many great things. I'm going to let him take hold of my life. Which reminded me of another verse, James 4.10. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Um, We've got a young adult, Alan Cochran, who absolutely loves this verse. Sorry, Alan, I had to use your name here. And Alan bugs us constantly amongst the young adults with this one verse. But he is absolutely right. Because we so easily exalt ourselves. We so easily go, do you know what? I am the best at this. I can do this. But the Bible says, humble yourself. Because only then will you be truly exalted. Now, kids, I know I've been really boring to you. Now is the time to sit up and get excited. Because I've got props. Now, last time... The props, I told you that you weren't allowed to touch because it had, um, trying to remember, I had bleach in it. So this one is perfectly safe though. My mouth is dry. So these two, this is going to help us understand what pride and humility is. These two jugs, okay, they look like jugs of water, but what they actually are are jugs of knowledge and wisdom. You see that? Knowledge and wisdom? Okay, use imagination a little bit, okay? Knowledge and wisdom. These two cups represent us, okay? They're meant to be empty. These represent us. And this bowl here is going to represent all the knowledge and all the wisdom that God can provide us, okay? So, when we come to church, when we listen to the sermon, when we sing songs, when we read our Bible, when we pray, all these things bring knowledge of God. All of these things help us understand God a little bit more. So, when we come to church, we are filled up. And we are filled to the top with knowledge from God. Thank you, Eve. Water. And all this water, all this knowledge fills us up. But a humble man like Moses thinks, do you know what? 
God knows so much and his word is so deep and there is so much knowledge I could gain from it. I want more. Instead of being proud, he goes, do you know what? I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to lessen myself. I want more from God. So he decides to empty himself. He decides, do you know what? God can give me more. So I'm going to empty myself and I'm going to make sure that I am available for God to teach me more. And what happens is we continue to read our Bibles and God continues to fill us up with more and more and more knowledge. And this can keep going on and on and on, but I have a limited supply of water. And do you know the amazing thing is that as long as we lessen ourselves, as long as we humble ourselves, God will continually provide wisdom and knowledge and help and guidance. He'll always be there to give that for us. Now, I've just noticed something. But the problem with the proud man is the proud man doesn't want to lessen himself. He doesn't want to empty himself. He thinks he knows best. He thinks he knows everything. To empty himself seems crazy because he knows what is best. So when he comes to church and when he reads the Bible and when he comes and sits and goes, I don't need that sermon. I don't need God's word. I know what is best. All that knowledge is utterly wasted on him don't worry it's got a waterproof bit underneath (laughs) all of it is wasted look at all of that knowledge and wisdom that was utterly wasted that is what this verse means when you are proud it will bring disgrace or calamity But when you are humble, when you lessen yourself, you are filled up and you are full of knowledge and wisdom. The lesson this morning from Moses is he could have been a proud man and he could have told Jethro, off you go, I don't need your advice and that advice would have been utterly wasted on him and he would have suffered and he would have struggled. But the lesson is we are to be like Moses and we are to listen to advice and wisdom and God's word and we are to be filled up. And the only way to be filled up is to get rid of self, to empty ourselves off our own selves and get us filled up with God. And do you know that's a beautiful thing when one person does that. But imagine if our entire church, everyone in this room lessened themselves emptied themselves off their own desires and ambitions and dreams and goals and said, you know what? God has so much to teach me, so much knowledge and so much wisdom. We're going to do it together and we're going to come to Bible study. We're going to pray. We're going to come to growth groups and we're going to fill ourselves up with God's knowledge and God's wisdom. The devil will tremble when he sees a church that acts like that because that is a church that is filled with the knowledge of God. And it all starts with humility. Okay, kids. I'm going to need a volunteer later to clean this up. You're okay. Get hands and knees.
Our prayer here at Hamilton Baptist and our prayer for all Christians is that we'll all be humble and in our humility, God will exalt us, build us up, make us wise, make us knowledgeable to help further his kingdom and keep Jesus on the throne. Let's pray. Father, we praise you for using us for your kingdom. We praise you for all that happened yesterday, that we are able to serve one another, that we're able to lift our worship up to you. Father, what a great day it is when Christians come together to serve together. Father, I just pray that as we, as a church, learn to empty ourselves, learn to humble ourselves, I pray that you fill us up that we will be full of wisdom and knowledge found in your word and that by that people will look at our lives and say that is a godly man that is a godly woman Father we pray for our kids we pray that they learn what humility means and that they won't be proud and instead that they will live their lives for Jesus we pray this in your wonderful and glorious name Amen